Welcome to It's All Fine and Dangy, where we talk about community, health, culture, and all of the big and little things that make life good. Here are your hosts, Dan and Angie. Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode 56 of the It's All Fine and Dangy podcast. We are Facebook living it tonight, and we are so glad that everybody could join. Yes, indeed. Thanks for stopping in to say hi and have a little chit-chat about this and that with us tonight. I think indeed is a stall tactic for me. I is think it? that's is, why I is do Is that your pause word? I think that's why I say indeed so much. Oh, maybe. Linda has joined us. Let us know if you can hear us okay, Linda, because we are recording our actual podcast, so we want to make sure that the audience can hear us as well. And I'd, and I'd like to point out that I position the camera just perfectly so everyone can see my my uh, bacon pants. And uh, hello, Josh. Hey, I just saw you a little earlier. Oh, you know what? I have been so slacking this week. I'm gonna turn us down. We're a little hot. Ooh. I have been slacking with going to other people's shows, and I hate it. But it's been like a crazy busy. Yeah, been working a lot. I mean, I'm gonna pull sixty hours this week. Oh, well, I would if I were working Thursday and Friday. Yeah, he's so. taking a couple days off. He needs a breather, oh. people. It's been a crazy week. He needs week. a breather. So how is everybody doing tonight? I think everybody's doing good. I, you know, I do. As good as they can, So right? I'm, I'm a child of the 80s, and when I do that, you know what it reminds me of? Did you ever get people that would call your answering machine, or I guess your voicemail now, and go, hey, Dan, what's up? <laughs> That's what I feel like I'm That's doing. That's it, yeah. <laughs> That is funny. So, oh, you are welcome, Josh. I, I was cooking dinner, so I caught... Bits and pieces of it, but it was uh, good. It was a good second. I think it was your second episode, kind of your third, you said. So, um, but it's going good. Yeah, I love it. I love it. Um, And I love your logo, by the way, too. It's very cool. Oh, Jamie Ingle joined. Hi, Jamie. She said, I can't wait for your keynote. Oh, no pressure. (laughs) No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) The keynote. I'm excited for that, too. And what what Jamie Ingle is an author from The Right Ingle. If you don't know of her and her stuff, you have to go to therightingle.com and check it out. She writes uh, many books that are very good. We're actually going to mention one tonight, ironically. Um, I'll talk about that right now when you're done. All right. Um, So we're going to do on Saturdays, we're doing like this author thing that Jamie set up where all authors are welcome. And it's like um, almost like an author workshop. And, and it's really cool, cool because normally you go and you meet with authors and you go to conventions and things like that to do this. We're doing it on Skype or Zoom. Actually, we're doing it on Zoom. And uh, it's a cool way to kind of keep the community going. But it's also a cool way to learn from other authors. And I've really yeah. been enjoying it. But this Saturday at 11 uh, Eastern, we're going to be doing it. Um, on the and I don't remember exactly what I what I titled this, but basically the tech that is good for all authors of all genres. And oh, I'm going to cool. get into basically some of the things around the tools, the tech tools that will really help you write. Yeah, so, very very I'm cool. Looking forward to that. Well, I since I've been stuck at home have been enjoying Miss Jamie's book, The Toilet Papers. Yes, Pla- a collection of of short stories, places to go while you go. And I'm actually almost done with it. I don't know what that says about me, but just that I've been home a lot. That's what it says about me. But one of my favorite stories in there, Jamie will know what I'm talking about, is the one about the serial killer, like cereal. Oh, like cereal. <laughs> it's great. And, oh, okay. 
Okay. Well, don't That's spoil all I'm going to say. It's great. It had me cracking up and was like, wow, that was very creative. You know, so, I, I'm read, loving it. I've only read, I've only read a little, you know, the first few pages or whatever of that. And it's been, it's from what I understand, it's a, like an eclectic collection of stories to go to read while you're in the bathroom. Yeah, and it starts with like one page, you know, just like little tiny short stories yeah. and then it goes into like, I think up to 5,000 words. Yep. So um, it's it's great, Jamie, though. Um, Have you seen her commercial? When I'm done, commercial? I will write a review for it. Oh, very nice. Definitely. So she has a commercial that she's doing now that where she's dressed up kind of like a unicorn, kind of like the Squatty Potty unicorn. Oh my and, gosh. And she, <laughs> Squatty Potty is one of the sponsors, sponsors for mm-hmm. her book. So... How yeah, perfect that is, is that? awesome. So I was thinking this week, like for our this and that yep. um, section of the show, that we'll start off just by maybe talking about some things we've seen this week that have put a smile on our face. Because, you know, when you're on social media, we, we're all going through the same thing of the virus. And there's a lot of negativity. But yep. there's also a lot of positive things out there. Yep. And people are you know, having fun and making, you know, posting things that make people laugh and put a smile on your face or a tear in your eye from touching stories, whatever it may be. Yeah. So I thought let's kind of chat about some of the things we've came across that made us laugh out loud or smile. I love it. That's what I meant by the memes a couple weeks ago. That's the kind of thing that really gets me, you know. I mean, and I think we talked about that. I'm like hit or miss on the memes sometimes because I feel like when we see them too much, if they're making too light of a serious situation, it sure. might make some people feel bad. I, I think but it depends yeah. on what taste it's done in because yeah. it, some of them are kind of mean-spirited. And yeah, I know exactly what you mean. So yeah. I don't know if this is really a meme, but there's a video. I guess it's not a meme, but there's a video. Have you guys seen the video of this guy who's walking around his neighborhood? Okay. And you can tell it's kind of like the normal jog or run that he normally does. And he's filming what's in everyone's recycle bins <laughs> now that everyone is forced to work from home, as this he says. This is like just in his neighborhood on the street, yeah. on his street too. And needless to say, every yeah. one of the recycle bins is beer cans, beer bottles, a lot of wine bottles, probably more of those yeah. than anything. There's even a water bong in one of them. And I'm trying to figure out why did the person throw the water bong away? It was old. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what the reason is. People in quarantine are definitely uh, working from home, as lots of vodka bottles too. Yes, lots of vodka bottles. The guy was cracking up, so that that one was funny. I love the ones that I've been seeing lately that um, are the nurses and doctors kind of when they have a moment of downtime, which is not very much, I'm sure. Yeah. They're like doing goofy little skits together, dancing yeah. or, um, you know, lipping, um, lip singing to a song. Oh, I love it. So they're at least trying to lighten that, you know, heavy burden that's oh, yeah. on them. I'm by, sure they have to, they're yeah. probably going nuts, you know? Yeah. So I've enjoyed those ones. And also, um, a lot of our entertainer friends have been posting their performances on Facebook and doing like a Facebook Live. Atlantic Alibi was doing it. Yeah. Kitchen Kill has always does Kitchen it. Kitchen Kill has always does um, it, yeah. But there's been a lot of that that's been happening. There's groups put together for that where nice. they can post live in it. And they've even made a ways available to be able to tip them because they're missing oh, out yeah. on income gotta, at this time. You yeah. know, this these are gigs that they used to go do that they made a side income at. So I, well, yeah. I think that's wonderful that they're maybe having like a, you know, like a, a way for them to pay like Patreon a donate or a button, tip or something. That's great. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, and also, hi, Tina. I saw Tina joined here. Um, 
Jamie yeah. said recycle water bongs. Yeah. Right? Maybe. Who knows? Maybe we I guess just, it's glass. Maybe we should just go through the neighborhood <laughs> and start looking in all the recycle bins. So What's in all, here? You know, all these prank, uh, um, here, I just gave it away, but all these uh, camera uh, uh, postings of people doing that kind of stuff or the videos of people doing stuff reminded me of our old scare cams I used to do around here. I know. I so, did get you the other day. Did you get it? Do you still have the recording of it? Yeah. Okay. I, we'll have to put that one on Yeah, there that was a good one. So for the longest time, I would get... Uh, both the kids when my son was here too and Angie at every turn of the scare cam and Mm -hmm. I and I had this technique down they finally figured it out but I had this technique down where I would do the scare and when you do a scare cam there's a way you have to do a scare cam first off you're gonna do it right you have to say quietly into the selfie camera or turn it Mm -hmm. around towards you and say scare cam and then you have to go And get ready. And when you yell at the person coming around the corner, you have to scream scare cam and not just rah, because it makes it funnier. But so I would go scare cam. And then the reaction that I had on camera, I would show it. And then I would show it again in ultra slow motion. And it is, (laughs) you all have a different way that you do. You have this look where you look like you're having a heart attack. (laughs) Jacob like flinches up and tightens and pulls his head down into his neck or whatever. Yeah. And Rachel Like his ears hurt or something, like a loud noise. And Rachel looks like the epitome of absolute pants pooping terror. (laughs) So it was so fun, but I did it for so long that they got used to it and Uh I stopped doing them because it was like... They, so I just started trying to do them again, and it's it's a hit or miss yeah. thing. I'm, I'm like standing in Rachel's room for 40 minutes waiting, yeah, playing Clay- my phone. Clayton just uh, joined, and he yeah, has one great. of the best uh, scare cams of Aiden <laughs> that I've seen him. It's almost as good as the one of Jacob when it, Rachel it scared Jacob. You have to post that one again, Clayton. <laughs> oh, my gosh. He's, he's got one, where, and I don't even know how you did it, but his son Aiden, he... Clayton makes it into the toy room and Aiden's like laying on his stomach playing with Legos little cars. He makes it all the way into the room, all the way up behind him, all the way over beside him before he does the raw or the scare camera. And it is hilarious. It is great. Yeah. uh, But I'll post ours too, because the one Angie's talking about, this used to be his room, but when my son was little, he was playing Minecraft or something on a computer. And my daughter's timing was perfect because he thought he heard something, which was her coming in. So he, you have to imagine this. He's at his desk and he looks this way at the door and there's nobody there. But in the meantime, she has walked around this side (laughs) with the camera. So he goes like this and then he looks back and he does like this weird, he does like an air drum thing. And he was so mad, but it is spectacular. I wish I could sort of great. pump it into the feed right now, yeah. but I'll have to post that one because it was really great. I can't no. stop laughing when I watch that one. I almost pee my pants. It's ridiculous. Yeah. So that's the fun yeah. stuff you can do with your family. So let's see some uh, prank scare cams. I love yeah. that. As long as oh, it's harmless, I yeah. love that. Please share it yeah. with us. We yeah, love that. We don't want one of somebody getting hurt or something, you know. But and we hey. also don't want weird I- ones like somebody mimicking someone's stomach noises. Oh, shut up. <laughs> I, I really did not know she was posting that last week. So those of my friends on Facebook are going, what's he talking about? Because I didn't accept the tag and it didn't go to my Facebook page. Oh, well, if you're on my Facebook, you saw Dan laying on my lap and he was mimicking the sound that my digestive tract was making. And it was really weird. And the only thing that it reminded, it reminded me of Finding Nemo with the whale sounds when Dory's make, trying to make communicate with the whales that's what your stomach sounded like well obviously it was having a rough was, time i don't know what to say <laughs> so i get on facebook and then see that video yeah. with, i didn't know she was filming even uh-huh. so. i gotta get him back sometime well you know what other videos i love are and not a specific one 
But any of the ones that are somebody trying to replicate somebody doing something talented and then it's called Nailed It. Oh, I love those. You know, they do that with baking too. With baking too. Yeah. But I saw this guy the other day, like trying to like jump over his friend's back or do a certain dance move. And it was hilarious. Oh, I love it. And I, you just, when you hear me out there just cracking up, it's something silly like that that I'm cracking up at. Have you, you know? seen, so, so have you, you're talking about the guy doing the dance moves. Have you seen the one of the girl who, Posts Instagram pictures of all like the supermodels. Oh, I love her. She oh, is the best. I, what is her? I, I don't follow know. her. I can't remember her name, but oh, she is amazing. She did one the other day of um, this girl that's like a ballerina or dancer and is like doing this dance with like kicking her leg up in the air and she puts this leotard on and does it. And it is fabulous. Oh, I love her so much. I do too. I'm gonna. We need to put some links to these. So the lady, oh, yeah. the lady who mimics the uh, Instagram. There's another guy. There's a guy who does one, and he does. He he must be like a, a graphic artist or a Photoshop guy in his career, but he's like a shorter guy with a big, thick, like a Mario mustache. And I don't know if he has that mustache in real life, but he has photoshopped himself in. With the Kardashians, like oh, shopping yes. Yes. and trying to hide from the paparazzi. And it looks so real and it's hilarious. So to, we got to get that guy. Today I saw one too where somebody had photoshopped other people's faces into, onto another celebrity. Like celebrities onto celebrities yep. that have similar names. Oh, nice. <laughs> like Snoop Dogg, like Mike Tyson's face was on Snoop Dogg's like hair and stuff. And he said, Snoop Snoop Dogg. Oh, nice. <laughs> oh, that's me. It was, but it was funny. Some of them were very clever how they combined the names together. It was, uh, that it was rem- pretty clever. That yeah. reminds me of the one where they do, like, this is a total dad joke, but they do like to play on words where it'll say Reese Witherspoon and it'll show Reese with a Witherspoon with a spoon. Oh, and gosh. then the next one will say Reese without her spoon. <laughs> um, there was, there's that one that's, that is a dad joke. There's one that's, uh, oh, the guy's name, uh, um, some of my friends are going to kill me if I say this out loud, but I'm just having a brain fluff. Um, Harrison Ford. There's uh-huh. another one that says like Ford Fairlane. Ford. It's everything <laughs> he could possibly do with the name Ford the, in it. And it's a total that's dad great. joke. But, Jen you know. has joined us. Hello, Miss Jen. How are you? All right. I feel like I see Jen every day and I've never even met her. Okay, so I'm cold, so I have to get up now and go get my oh, hoodie from the other room. And Daniel. I frame the camera out where everyone's going to see my bacon pants. So I'm going to try to run. He's only wore these for like gonna, a week straight. I'm going to so run sure faster, faster than the camera can no, see. No, no, slow down. Let everybody check the bacon pants out. Yes. <laughs> Be careful. For those of you listening on the podcast, we are going to take a quick break and we will be right back with the interview with Nick from the Coffee Shop of Horrors. So hang on, we'll be right back. Hey guys, welcome back. And now it's time for our community call out. And today is especially interesting because we're doing a Skype video call while we're recording the podcast. First time we've done this one, but you know, the desperate times call for desperate measures, as they say. (laughs) So anyway, as we launch into this here, um, I'm excited to introduce a good friend of ours and owner of the Coffee Shop of Horrors, 
Nick the Coffee Guy Sindisic. <laughs> did I say it? Did I get it right? You got it right. I got it right. <laughs> it was mine. You did, you did very well. <laughs> so, Nick, thank you for taking some time to join us. This is We would have loved to have come to the coffee shop and met with you like we've done before. But, uh, you know, we're all trying to do our best to not spread yeah. things around. Um, we, we like to start the interviews by letting our audience know a little bit more about the guests. So could you tell us maybe a little bit about yourself personally and maybe how you started on this road towards owning not one but two coffee shops? Um, uh, it's a long story. It was was kind of an accident, really. I mean, who am I? I don't know. I'm a guy that's been doing IT for 35 years. Oh, that's relatable. You know, I mean, that's my day job. And, you know, this was a hobby and it was, uh, we loved coffee and we had a bunch of friends. We loved going to conventions and we just, a lot of friends that are artists and Roxanne's favorite franchise is Alien and. Oh, very so nice. Top of Horrors, of course, is an all-time favorite. I just, I don't know, it was just a weird chain of events that just came about, you know. Right. We, well, here we are now. <laughs> so, did did you have, like, prior experience with coffees and stuff? Or no, never been just a like time coffee? No. That, that was one of my questions. Like, it was just because of your love of coffee that you're like, huh, I'm going to start a new little venture here. Well, you know, a lot of it, friends had a lot to do with it. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, that's the big thing is, you know, I didn't drink coffee until I was in my mid-20s. I hated coffee. Yeah. I, th- I think that's a lot of people do that, except for nowadays, the younger, you know, generation is drinking. But but I think that's if you have someone in your life that knows good coffee and mm-hmm. introduces you to good coffee young, you're going to get it young. I mean, that's why we have a lot of parents that come in here and. They'll bring their kids and their kids are like, oh, we love your coffee, you know, and I hate the way my, my dad made coffee. And then we got your coffee and it's awesome. And you know, like, it's cool. so, it's refreshing to hear you say that because we, my, I always wondered if I was being like a bad parent, but I have let my kids drink coffee since they liked it. So forever, really. I mean, my grandpa used to make the worst coffee on the planet. Oh, really? My dad was never really a coffee drinker. Um, but my grandpa it was like, God, what was a uh, Folgers Crystals instant coffee? And- oh, 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 my God. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's some cowboy coffee. <laughs> yeah. A few times I had it when I was younger, it was just like, oh, my, this is God awful. How do you drink this every day? And then, you know, I got older. I went out with some friends, and I was having a Coke or a, I don't know, Andrew, you drink a Red Bull or something. I don't remember what it was. I'm like, you can't drink that here. You have to try coffee. And I'm like, I hate coffee. And they're like, oh, you just having that good coffee. And there well, we go. How old were you when that happened? Uh, almost 25. I was probably pretty close to being 25 years old, 24-ish. Wow. That's relatable for me because I never drank coffee in my life either. I always thought it smelled so good, but it tasted so bad. And it wasn't until my first kid, I was 30, and he he was a colicky baby, and I felt like I was having some sort of a... Uh, mental breakdown <laughs> and uh, somebody said oh I bet you're loaded up on coffee and I thought you know what I'm gonna try coffee and I was like this is amazing this is like cured me of you know trying to stay awake and such and now I can't live without at least a few cups a morning I was, the weird thing with me is you say you can't live without it I I can get up in the morning I can have a cup of water go about my day I mean now I mean when I was younger coffee I needed in the morning I had to have my coffee to get me yeah. going Yep. I, I've Not drank so much too much now. coffee. 
that wow. I think I've desensitized myself from the coffee. That's amazing. I can go about my day. I don't get caffeine headaches. I don't get any of that. I mean, don't get me wrong. It's my ritual. I love my coffee in the morning. Yeah. I, I love the taste of my coffee. But I don't have to have my coffee. I mean, like, sometimes I have to just get rolling right away. And, I'll, you know, if yeah. I'm at the house doing something, I don't get a chance. And we've got three different coffee makers in the house. I don't think I've turned one of them on. Because oh. our coffee shop is two blocks from the house. Yeah, yeah. Just you know, wait till you get to work. It is. You, know? you just said something. It is kind of ritualistic. When I say I can't live without it, could I live? Yes. I mean, I've had like medical procedures where I'm not allowed to have coffee right. for whatever. But for me, and I really only drink, like I said, two, maybe three cups a day. But it's something about sitting down with that cup of coffee, getting my head together for the day. Yeah. I'm sure part of it's the caffeine too. Yeah. Well, I guess the neuron yeah. firing. I mean, don't get yeah. me wrong. I mean, having that. And I don't, I don't want to call it a euphoric experience, but having that, you know, that, that wonderful taste just come mm-hmm. across your palate and, and it's, you know, it's familiar and, you know, it gets you going. It, it really does. Sure. And it's, it, it helps with you know, the neurons firing in the in your brain. You know, that's kind of what I think. Yeah, I do too. Wakes you up. So when you guys first started um, or got the idea for the coffee shop, what kind of research or certifications, like what kind of stuff was entailed in order to really kind of um, put it in place to be successful? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, I was already running a business. I mean, being that I do the IT and I've been doing that for a while, it was really, let's get some artist friends and let's source the product. I mean, that's really it. It's not, I mean, for us, I mean, it really isn't, it wasn't difficult you know, yeah. to get it moving forward. It was fairly, uh, fairly simple. I mean, you know, getting the art together and figuring out how to put it all together and make it work so that we could make a, you know, to provide the online and everything else. And Roxanne is a web you know, developer and software developer. Oh, nice. You know, she's a server admin and DB admin and all that. I mean, she has four degrees. She was in college for nine years, but you know, it's so as far as <laughs> nice. putting all that together, I mean, it, it was really wasn't that difficult. I mean, you know, she is a graphic designer as well. So I mean, putting the website up was simple. Yeah. Um, the sourcing of the product was, you know, probably the, the longest process, I guess. Right. Um, you know, we, we had sort we only had a dozen copies in the beginning. So, printing labels and everything else. We had a company in California that would print our labels for us. And now we have 53 varieties. We print, print the labels in house. Um, wow. You know, we uh, source the bags through a supplier and buy thousands of bags, you know, every few months. And it's, I, it, I don't it really, it's funny. It was, it almost just happened. It just kind of, we just didn't really think too much about it. We just did it because it's kind of, yeah. uh, you know, I- it, Really, the big aspect is the bags, the coffee, and the labels. I mean, that's yeah. And then putting it online is fairly straightforward, even today's standards. We have well, customers you know, walking in. So I'll say what sort of a sort of a maybe a recap on how I found the place because my daughter was doing a uh, play over at the Mount Verde Theater, Mimi's uh, oh, yeah. Community Theater, and. And we, during the, the, when they were doing their, uh, rehearsals or whatever it was, or maybe she was doing like popcorn sales or something. I had, you know, I had sat through the show. I love Mimi's theater and I sat through the show a bunch of times, but one of the times I was like, you know, I'm going to, I write and I'm going to find a place. There's gotta be a little coffee shop nearby where I can go sit and write a little bit. And when I saw the outside of your, your first location over Mount Verde, I saw the skull and I saw, 
I was like, this is insane. I don't even care if the coffee sucks. I got to go in here and try this place. <laughs> and I was blown away at how good the coffee was. And I, I am not just saying that, but you know, you and I had a nice little conversation about how coffee should never be bitter. I drink coffee black. So I feel like no disparagement against those that don't, but you can really taste coffee when that's all that's in the cup. I don't drink it black. But I do drink yours black. Well, I don't either. <laughs> I mean, here's the thing, and I don't drink my coffee black either. And I've been yeah. drinking, you know, like I said, I, I don't put, I don't over sugar, and I don't over sweeten, and I don't over creamer it. I mean, I put a little bit to give it that little bit of the flavor that I like. I mean, even, yeah, everybody is different. Everybody does of their own thing Absolutely. with their coffee. Yeah, and people are like, oh, you're gonna hate me. I put creamer, and I said, that's how you drink it. That's how you drink it. Sure. But I always tell people, I said, if you've never had our coffee before, put a little yeah, less. Put a little less of what you're gonna do. Yeah. Put about half. Start off with half of what you would normally put in your coffee from anybody else. Yeah. And see what you think. And, you know, I mean, it's funny. I've had so many customers come back and go, you realize how little creamer and sugar I'm putting in my coffee now? And you realize that I can get up and I can actually have a cup of black coffee because your coffee yeah. is so smooth and good. And I'm like, I said, I know. And, you know, I, I, you know, sure, I could drink it black. And I do enjoy it black. But I, I enjoy it a little bit. I use sweet and low. So I'm a little sweet and low, a little bit sure. Yeah. That's just the way I like it. So I don't like it over sweet, but I like it. Yeah. I'm hoping you're not hearing the customers behind me or not. We, we, we can, can, but, but that's okay. okay. It, it adds it, to the sound of the, the coffee ambiance. shop. Yeah. So I have a, so now you have, you said like 53 varieties of coffee. So how do you go about finding those? Do you order some, try it yourself? Do you hear about it from other places? How do you? Well, we, um, <laughs> we work with one importer. Okay. Same one we've used for twelve for fifteen years. They're um, they're mom and pop like we are. They've uh, they've been doing it for over forty years. I would say probably forty five. Their kids are involved in the business. Um, they're the largest private importer beans on the east coast out of Wilmington, oh, North wow. Carolina. So the right of the port. Um, when we went in search of <laughs> coffee, looking for someone to roast for us and things like that, because this is a hobby. You know, I mean, I, I looked into buying a roaster professional mm -hmm. high-end roaster you know something you're going to put in a warehouse and do you know you know bulk it can be 40 50 60 thousand dollars yeah, like yeah plus yeah. insurance plus the rent plus the you know, everything and i'm yeah. like well, then i gotta learn how to use it you know and i'm like all right you know this is a hobby we're doing this stuff on the weekends i know yeah. too too much involvement so we went looking for somebody that would work with us that would roast for us that would provide us with quality and you know we tried mm -hmm. probably oh i don't know right close to a dozen different roasters um and this one stood out and then as we started talking to them more realizing that they're the direct importer they weren't someone who was buying raw beans and roasting them they were the ones importing the beans so the, the i guess the best part of our product is that it being that they're the importer and they distribute to more than just us, their inventory is always turned over. So it's always fresh green beans. It's never just sitting in a warehouse where some guy goes out, oh, I got a great deal on these beans. I'm going to go buy a thousand pounds of them, put them in a warehouse, and I'll roast them over the next six months, you know, where they're yeah. sitting just going bad. Their turn, we're actually, it's kind of funny, about three years ago, we were adding another, you know, another coffee, another variety. And it was not our 53rd. It was probably our 46th or something like that. Just a random number there. Um, and they're like, well, you know, for our largest customer, we'll do whatever you want. And we're like, what? And they're like, oh, yeah, you're, you're kind of our biggest customer. And then we order 
I mean, anywhere between 1,000 and 4,000 pounds of beans a month. Wow. Oh, my goodness. That's considerable amazing. amount of, and small batch. I mean, all small yeah. batch, all at five-pound increments, you know, depending okay. on what it is. And now, sometimes for our more popular ones, we'll do 20 pounds or 40, but they come in five-pound bags. But yeah. that's how we get them. And yeah, it's just, yeah. it's weird to look now and see how much we order compared to years <laughs> ago. Wow, you know, it's just amazing. And so, so can you oh, go ahead, Angie? I'm sorry. I was going to say, and that's how you keep it fresh because what do you say that um, coffee shouldn't be more than how many days old? Well, no, it's not a matter of shouldn't be. I mean, we don't sell anything over 30 days roasted. That doesn't have anything to do with how long it'll keep. That, that absolutely gotcha. has to do with our model and what we want. I just yeah. want to make sure that people have the freshest coffee when they walk out the door. Yeah. That coffee will keep, you know, depending on how you keep it, where you keep it, things like that. It could keep up to a year. If you put it in the deep freezer in the garage, things like that, and you're not opening, you don't put it in your freezer at home. Because as you open and close the freezer door, moisture gets in and whatever. Yep. If you get a deep yeah. freezer in the garage, probably keep yeah. it for a year or more. Um, yeah. But, I mean, cool, dark place in the house is your standard. And I mean, we've got customers that buy every six months. Sorry, phone. Really? They must buy a lot because we go through it quick when we, we've gotten to the point to where, when when we go get coffee from you, that becomes our sort of special occasion coffee because we're going to tear through it. Yeah. And I had to tell my son, stop drinking the good coffee. There are a couple <laughs> of photos on the coffee shop page where it's a panorama of their yeah. kitchen and all the bags they bought at one of our shows. Oh, how, how cool is that? Like, you know, 30 bags. They'll be across the whole kitchen. And they're so like, these are all our favorites. And, you know, this way nice. we don't have to worry about, you know, waiting for our favorite. If we go to get it, you know, we can always have what we want. You know, it's yeah. very nice. I have a question. Is La Lorna, uh, is that, am I saying that right, by the way? La, La Llorona. La Llorona. So That's I've done like, favorites. we've done commercials and everything. La Llorona. Okay. All right. <laughs> and I, I wonder sometimes where each, I know where a lot of those are from or what sort of horror theme they're based on, but before we get into that, because I want to talk about the bags for a minute. Right. I, I know it may be a, a story you've revisited, but I'm just genuinely curious. You said, hey, let's do this. You did some research. You found, you know, the beans you wanted. Like, how did you decide in your location? When did you say, okay, I think we should really actually pull the trigger here. I want to decorate the place like this because I think it, you're, it's hard to drive past that place without stopping. I know. Um well, here's the thing. Where we're at, we live here in town. We live in yeah. Hunter, so we're, we're oh, okay. two blocks away. Okay, well, there's the answer. Wow. Five years ago, yeah. From, um, you know, we were in the house. We had a bedroom dedicated to it, and we ran out of room. It was just too big. I mean, we had 40-some-odd varieties of coffee. Oh, you were running this out of your house for a while? Yeah, well, we did oh, a lot of events. That. We didn't Couldn't have. Ten years, yeah. we ran it out of the house. Wow. Five years ago, we didn't. We weren't even in this spot. We were about a hundred yards away from the Montford location now, and we were in the old post office in town. And you know, our good friend Matt moved in from Sideshow Sauce, and he was doing screen printing, and he was doing our T-shirts, and he was doing his T-shirts and hot sauce, yeah. all kinds of stuff. And then we were doing, of course, the coffee up front, and the packaging and shipping and everything out of there. And then you know, it's. Uh, <laughs> Yeah. There was no service. I mean, we had, it was all free samples. You could come in and we had free coffee signs. Everybody, you're the free coffee people. And we're like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> you know, because we didn't have food service. We didn't, you know, we didn't want to have to worry about that kind of license. We had business license, but we didn't want, we weren't ready for the food service. Of course. Yeah. Um, we just needed to get out of the house and get our feet under us. 
Right. With that location, you can come in, get a free cup of coffee, much like most of our shops put out two different ones every day. Um, you know, we would have some muffins that we would bring in, you know, at that point. Right. And, uh, you know, people could get a muffin and a coffee. And it was all it was all donations. The muffin, we'd sell them. The coffee was free. Um, muffin being prepackaged, I could sell them. Sure, sure. You know. Yeah. Um, but with uh, the coffee, they would usually do a suggested donation. You know, whatever you want to call right. dollar, two dollars. And it just... Two years after that, we were like, all right, well, we kind of either need to poop or get off the pot. I want to say, I want to say the nice way. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So we were like, okay, well, let's move over here. You know, literally 150 yards away on the main road, which, you know, the main road here is. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Make a deal, but it is the scenic byway. You know, it is a, a. roadway that motorcyclists and cyclists and yes. anybody has a driving enthusiast likes to come down so what sure. all right and then we were able to build it out put a little kitchen in it and you know start baking start making cookies and muffins and brownies and you know when we have a roxana's yeah. key uh, all the good stuff that goes with coffee oh, it's so good too <laughs> soft serve with coffee ice cream even has a story behind it because when we were in the old shop, I told my wife, I said, uh, I said, we need to do soft serve coffee ice cream. And she's like, why? I'm like, why not? Why not? Yeah. Why? Why not is a better reason. <laughs> it's like a dessert and then kids will like that a little bit better sometimes. Yeah. Well, I will say this too, because your staff are great and they're good about getting you to try Like I went in there like, no dude, I just want a regular black coffee. And by the time I left, I was like, all right, we got to buy this one. We got to buy that one. We yeah. got to come back and try. I tried the soft serve, which I never would have tried in a million years. And it's amazing. And I tried it cold brew, which I do not like cold brew, but I have to stick sort of a caveat in that because I really liked it. So I don't know if it's, uh, you know, I don't know what, why it tastes so different. Maybe you could tell us. And while you're doing that, Angie, I got to fix a power problem. We only do one thing in our coffee shops. We only do one What's thing. What's that? Awesome. Yes, you really do. Well, that's the thing too. The first time Dan brought me in, um, they had me do the same thing where they were having me try all the different or the two different kinds that you had out. And I think he even grabbed some extra and had me try some different kinds, but he was so passionate about describing it. It was like when you, when somebody's describing wine to you, I was like, well, this is a different experience. (laughs) You know, we've been doing that. Here's the thing. When we, I'm when we first started doing conventions and giving away the coffee, because we do a convention, we give away samples. Yes. We continue to brew. It's not like, oh, when it's out, it's out, you're done. The um, people come and go, why do you give it away? And I'm like, well, because otherwise I'm just some guy saying I got great coffee. I was like, how do you know? Unless you try it, you know. That's right. My, my statement, which is kind of a play on an older statement, is I put my money where your mouth is. Uh- <laughs> I like that. (laughs) But you know, that is, that is a, um, that's how you know somebody has a good product. If they are offering you a free sample, they have enough confidence that you're going to like the product that you're going to take some home, you know? And even, and even if you aren't a coffee drinker and aren't going to buy a bag, you're going to tell somebody else about it that is a coffee drinker. Yes. Oh, hey, I had this coffee and I think you would really like it, you know? So, that is like, that is a great, um, 
a model to kind of go by. Now, you said whenever you first started, you were doing it out of your home and you were going to conventions and that was your main source. What kind of conventions were you selling at? I mean, I think I already know the answer to this, but. Of course, yeah. I mean, Spooky Empire, we had done Dragon Con for a little while. Um, we would do uh, Jekyll Island Comic Con in Jekyll Island, Georgia. Oh, what? I never heard of that one. That's cool. Yeah. Uh, this was this past year was the last year they're doing it at Jekyll Island. It's kind of sad because it was a really fun con. It was a nice little getaway weekend, and it was. It's like a vacation. It was. It was kind of like a little vacation. We usually just stay an extra day before or after, and you know, just kind of hang out and go to the local pub. Bye, guys. Thank you. Sorry, I'm at work. So. Oh no, it's fine. New, new customers coming in. I just. Got to say goodbye and hello. Of course, and, you know, of course. Big thing is, you know, we're, we're we're a family business. We always want it to be a family feel. We don't exist without our customers. You know, without them, yeah. we're not. We don't exist. Period. Yeah. And that's you know, I tell all of our employees, I'm like, anybody coming through that door is your potential next best friend. Yeah, that's right. Treat them as such. I said, you know, it's, you definitely feel like that when you come in too. A hundred percent. Like all of your right employees. To treat people. I mean, no matter what, yeah. it's the right way to do things. Yeah, yeah um, that's funny you say that because we have friends that we've made doing this and we have unknowingly gone in there and they're in there like the kitchen yeah. killers. And I'm like, wow, I didn't know you guys are going to be here. So very small world. Yeah. Very, very small. It seems to be. It seems to be. Um, but it, let's talk about the the decor in there for a minute because it's really hard to describe. And, I, you know, I'm really talking about both of the uh, the original coffee shop of horrors and then the am I going to get this right? Because I never Jonesy's Escape. Yes. You Jonesy's right. Escape. Um, that's the name of the second shop for those of you listening. So, By the way, the Chris way- says hi. Oh, hi, Chris. Thanks. Uh, yeah, he's the one that got me to try all that stuff the first I time I went in there. But uh, so for you guys listening here on the, on the podcast without the video, um, I guess either with or without the video, in the original coffee shop of horrors, it's decorated up almost like uh, like a Halloween shop. There's like trees in there, like spooky, haunted looking trees. There's lots of art. That's the dark forest. <laughs> it's the dark forest. Oh, oh, I like that. I do too. Yeah. My and Tavares is Jones's escape, and Jones is Ripley's cat from Alien. Yes. Jones's escape because who always survives? Character that survived the movie. Yes, exactly. And and that shop is decorated to reflect that. There's a great big alien on the wall. Yeah. I mean, both the places, I love it because it's very, to me, it's like a twist of sci-fi and horror yeah. and the the video games and the whole, I don't know, the whole vibe. It's very cool. It's a, it's a, it reminds me, and now with the new location, you actually serve beer and wine too, don't you? Yes, we do. Yeah, so so it's got a really neat target audience to me. I think I think I am definitely the target audience when yeah. you're playing video games and drinking well, coffee. Yeah. Target audience. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and there's video games in there, and there's a very cool game games of Th- Game of Thronesy looking table that I love, and it seems like it seems like that area is it drawing in a lot of younger kids that are kind of coming in and hanging out. We're getting a good mix. I actually good. Uh, we were, before all this happened, we had kids coming in on Sunday. Uh, a little D&D group, they would sit and hang out, and their parents would drop them off, and they would play Dungeons and & Dragons and munch on muffins and pizzas and sandwiches and, you know, have their, their you know, their thrillers, the coffee milkshakes and you know, everything else. Yeah. It's awesome. I mean, it, That's the, cool. the crowd is very diverse. I mean, from <clears throat> very old to very young. 
Yeah. Uh, you know, I have a parent, I have a gentleman who, uh, while his wife's at work, he's a single father. Well, he's not a single father. He's, he comes in, he's taking care of the kids, the wife's wherever. Yeah. He'll come in, he's got a newborn almost, maybe a month old, two months old. Oh, wow. Uh, and then a, uh, a five-year-old and a seven-year-old. And he'll come in, he'll get his thriller, his milkshake coffee and a, and a sandwich and a couple of little muffins for the kids to share. The older kids will play video games while he sits on the couch with the baby and has his coffee and just relaxes. You know, just I love the it. perfect dad hangout. That's it awesome. <laughs> it's a perfect vibe for that too. And and just again for our listeners, the new location has like a whole side of it is couches and little coffee table kind of thing. Yeah. So it's like a bunch of little living rooms there. I love that. Yeah. And you got you even have like live entertainment in that one as well. We have a stage up. We're gonna we've done multiple uh, <laughs> multiple bands. We've had yeah. uh, open mic. Um, we've done karaoke one night. We've had some fun. It's cool. Oh, nice. Yeah, we're looking forward to more of that stuff when you guys um, open yeah. back up. I did. I know you guys support the arts, and so you have these really cool paintings in in both of your shops. But on the wall, it um, the new location. Yes. Um, who did those paintings? Because they're yeah, the pretty darn queen, awesome. <laughs> the, the alien queen is Morgan Wilson from Lux Nova Studios, and uh, the big alien. Not alien from the movie Aliens, but the classic style alien that's sitting more like a, a Zen yogi uh, floating <laughs> amongst the, the cosmos there. That is, um, what do you call it, uh, Mark Hadley from Studio Hadley. And he, Hadley. they both have bags of coffee with us. Uh, oh. They both have oh, artwork cool. for us. They're good friends. I mean, that's the thing is all the artwork and all the bags are friends of ours. They're people Very that cool. we know, people that we, you know, gone to dinner with, hung out with, drank with, gotten in trouble with sometimes, but, you know, never bad. <laughs> just, you know, minimal trouble, you know, kind of slap on the wrist kind of stuff. And you uh, said the first one was Morgan Wilson? Morgan Wilson from cool. Lux Nova Studios. And the other one is uh, Mark Studio. Hadley from Studio right. Hadley. Awesome. We'll put links in the show description to both of their sites so people yeah. can find out more about them. Do you have a link on your website about the artists that are that do the bags? Each of the descriptions that uh, are wise, yeah, it should, if you read the descriptions, it'll say who did the artwork and stuff. Awesome. So what we're talking about, if you're not familiar, is every one of the bags, and, it's, and like Nick said, these are five-pound bags, but every one of them has, what are they? Half pounders. Half pound. He buys the five pound bags. I said five five pound bags, and we got two of them in the kitchen, and I know they're not five pound bags. You're buying coffee for a while. (laughs) Y'all expensive too. Yes, they're half pound bags, which also keeps them fresh longer, in my opinion. But uh, you talked about people putting them in the freezer, and I'm thinking, who? I guess if you buy a lot of them, maybe, but we don't last. They don't last very long around here. Well, you gotta think. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you got to think a lot of people are coming like when he's at conventions, they might be from out of town and they're probably or, you know, picking them up a bunch while they're there. Do you ship from them? We ship, but then they're like, oh, but we love buying them from you guys. Yeah, of course. Yeah. I'm the same way. I'd rather go to a place and get it. Me too. I don't know. I'm just like that. Of course. Me too. But if you, once you drink it and you need it and you want it, then you, you know. Got to order it. (laughs) Um, But the artists that are, uh, that that do the art for you, what we're talking about for those listening is every one of these little half pound bags that have the different names of the coffee, but there's a piece of art. This, the whole sticker or the whole side of the bag is like horror themed drawings yeah. and paintings and they're done really well. I mean, to the point to where it'd be interesting to actually just have full prints of a lot of them. You know, the uh 
there's a Frankenstein on one of them that we drink. And I get to know that I, this is terrible, but I get to know the ones I want by the, the sticker yeah. and not by the name. <laughs> so I know one of them's Frankenstein and reanimator. That's our Re, That's right. <laughs> reanimator. And then he knows them by heart. And the one I pronounce wrong all the time has what looks almost like a nun on it. Fly your own. Right. Your own. So those are, those are my two favorites. Uh, we weren't saying that right at all, by the way. Yeah. But, not my Sharona. <laughs> I, I was saying La Lorna, and we, we even made like a couple of uh, plugs for the shop, uh, for the show, we were, and, I, and I was pronouncing it La Lorna. So we butchered it. There you go. Now I know. <laughs> Jeez. So this, so with all small businesses, Nick, we run into some challenges, right? We're, we're in midst of one of those challenges right now. Well, How are things a challenge. going? This is, this is a fiasco. A, a fiasco. Um, <laughs> a challenge I can handle all day long. A fiasco is a fiasco. Yeah, you seem pretty easygoing and like challenges will just kind of come and go. Co- come and go. But how are you guys doing? Terrible, but we're, we're hanging in there. Um, yeah. I mean, being honest, I mean, I'm not going to share anything. It's sure. Bad. Yeah. Um, you know, we we have a great fan base. We have awesome customers and we are getting support. I mean, don't get me wrong. You know, they're coming yeah. in. It's, it's definitely a lot less than it was. Um, we're probably... Depending on the day, but on average, I think we're probably 60%, 70% lower than we were normally, yeah. uh, especially oh, yeah. in Tiberias. Tiberias was open a month from the grand opening, I and mean, we've been open two months technically, but really from full hours or, you know, more hours are normal, you know, until the, anyways, Tiberias is the one that's really hurt. Yeah. So, so let's tell our audience what you guys are doing during this time to sort of make it easier, because I know you're doing like a curbside thing, aren't you? Yeah. We are doing curbside. Um, you can still come in and get your coffee. Nobody here. I mean, the great thing about Monverd, nobody's sick. There's zero cases in Monverd. Yeah. Uh, you know, we we're cautious. You know, I mean, we wash our hands. We're in food service a million sure. times a day. Very small town too. Yeah. Right, and that's what I'm saying. You know, we're two square miles, <laughs> fifteen hundred people. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and you know, I do have in, in doing this as long as I have and doing events and venues and so forth all over the state. I have a lot of friends in law enforcement, fire departments, things like that. Sure, of course, same. Beyond you know, the CDC site, the WHO site, and everything else, I don't follow the news. I mean, the news is just silly. Um, I'd rather go right to the source, CDC, usually. Yep. Yep. Yeah, it's funny. I made a post this morning about media overblowing, whether some of them do or some of them don't. You can't go wrong by listening to the CDC and the experts. Correct, exactly, and I, and I agree with that wholeheartedly. I mean, now they're... If somebody says something outside of that, I'll research it. You know, I'll go, sure. okay, you can search. The CDC's search is pretty good. Yep. Yeah. Um, you know, that was one thing I did realize and like. We're curbside for sure. You can still come in and pick up to go. You can call ahead order. You know, I mean, we do have handhelds to go out and, you know, if you want to pay outside. Montverde's a little less. I don't have one here. But yeah. in some areas, we do have a handheld that works outside that we can come take your payment and bring it out to you and everything else. Um cool. It's, you know, we're, we're muddling through it. I mean, even sure. as I have, we have the greatest employees, I think. Um, yeah. I have, I have two employees that, you know, have pretty much said, we'll work for free. Just feed us. And we're like, what? What do you mean? And they're like, <laughs> make sure we have food. We'll, we'll work. We'll come in our normal hours. Oh, wow. Care. Oh, wow. That's amazing. That's like, because they know, I mean, I just got to pay the bills. If I can keep the lights on and pay the more, pay the lease. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you know, with Tavares is the harder one because it's got much bigger bills because it's a much bigger space. Of course, yeah. of course. Uh, 
the you idea know. is to make sure they have a job that's going to um, be there when all of this is over. Yeah. And I don't want and to it, work. <laughs> Being honest, no. I mean, I told him, we'll log your hours. I said, I will pay you what I can. I said, and in the end of all of this, when we go back to normal, we'll catch up. And- Compensate. Yeah. That's amazing well, that you have employees like that, though, I, because I, I think so too, yeah. they, they, that's a fam, you can tell that's a real family knit community that you've c- created there in the fact that they would do that. Cause that's what family does, right? Yeah. We dinner together. We hang out together. We do, you know, we get drunk together. I mean, you know, <laughs> we yell at each other like normal people do. Yeah. That's a family. Like a normal family. But, <laughs> we're still cordial. <laughs> but what, what does that say about, you know, you as a person and the business as a whole, that mm-hmm. you have employees willing to do that. And that's, that kind of really coincides with the vibe I got the first time I came in there. Um, you know, you came over, stood at the table, told me all about the coffees, told me to try this one, that one. And so above and beyond just the coffee being so much better than a lot of those chains, really any of them I've ever been to the, that combined with the atmosphere combined with, you know, how nice all of you guys are, you know, I, I think we really appreciate what you're doing. We're excited to get back and get more coffee from you. And I want to encourage our listeners to order coffee if they can't make it to you yeah. or to go by and get some curbside takeaway. Um, for those that can't get to you for whatever reason, you can just order coffee directly off of your website. Yep, absolutely. And you guys will ship it and ship it all over the world. Internet. Oh, wow. oh excellent. So, so let's go. I, I just want to talk about that because isn't it, can, do you remember like your first international shipment that you sent out? I feel like that always sticks with people sometimes or, you know, the first well, big I order. I, I can remember some of our first international sales, um, not necessarily online, but at conventions. Because And I cool. say that they were people from overseas that still order from us to this day. Yeah. That's uh, awesome. You know, they... It was Dragon Con. Um, it was uh, actually, gosh, why did I just draw a blank on his name? My wife's a huge fan of his. He's one of the actors. He's, um, oh gosh darn it, the British guy from Babylon 5. Um, he was the, uh, the oh gosh you darn would, it. You would know I this. I don't remember his name. I, I don't. You know, I don't, this is the one I, I could do Battlestar Galactica and even Firefly, <laughs> Star Trek. Five. Come on. I don't, I don't know it. I really don't I'm know. Gonna, it. I'm going to not, hopefully, did my camera kick out? I'm hoping not. Um, no, 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 no. We can see you. No, we can see you. I'm going to Google search because I'm on my computer. Because oh, it's going to drive it. you crazy yes. if you can't no, <laughs> think of good. it. <laughs> All right. So while, while you're pulling that up, so, uh, you know, I have another question too. Um, you, you guys said you do, you bake your own stuff. You have like brownies and cakes and things like that. And they're delicious. We've had them at the new location there. Mm-hmm. Um, you also have those keto friendly snacks. And that was another thing that brought me back. I have to admit, I know it's in partnership with a local business, but usually, you know, as Angie and I have, have done like everyone and dieted on and off, everything I was eating when we were on the keto diet, as far as sweet stuff was terrible. And I was blown away that these were keto friendly. I brought them back to the house and everyone, including my kids, was like, what? I need this. <laughs> right. So they thought I was I was lying and it wasn't actually keto friendly. Can you tell us that maybe give us a quick plug for that other local business and we'll put a link in the show for them. It, it is, um, they're over in Mount Dora and it is Crave Bakery. 
Crave Bakery, got it. Do they sell to the public or do they just sell to businesses? They do sell to the public. They also do wholesale. So if somebody wants to do wholesale, they can do wholesale with them as well. Um, they came to us and approached us back when they first started, which wasn't you know more than a year ago, really. And they um, they brought in some samples, and I was blown away. I was like, oh, my gosh. I was like, this is amazing. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and as, again, earlier, we only do one thing in our shops, and that's awesome. I won't put something that's just mediocre if it's not worth it. Oh, that's awesome. It's a good time to plug my book then. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just kidding. Why not? <laughs> So, by the way, uh, it is Marcus Cole Marcus is Cole. the name of the oh, character. The Jason Carter okay. is the gentleman who is the actor. Okay. So, and he was uh, Babylon 5. And he was one of our, I think, first customers that we would ship regularly overseas. Um, also, uh, current, uh, I don't know if you know the TV series Siren. Oh. Uh, we're no. so bad about TV <laughs> stuff. Is it like a sci-fi kind of show? No, like uh, it's it's more realistic. Um, you know, local, what I don't know what you want to call it. Um, today it's current, current. Oh, I okay. guess. Yeah. Um, you know, so you're looking at uh, they. I'm trying to look up to see what station it's on, um, but I forget. Anywho. Um, one of the actors in it is a friend that we met at an event and he's now like one of our biggest <laughs> really very cool then fiance you know as far as that goes you know now why am I not finding his info on here so, so while you're looking that up I have to ask you about the Babylon 5 actor again what, what was his name again Babylon 5 uh, Jason Carter Jason Carter. Okay. I just wanted to take a quick peek and see if I may know him from something else. Yeah. He's been in a few things. He actually, Babylon five had some weird things happen to some of the characters or some of them passed away natural oh. causes. And he was, he started a, um, some charities and stuff like that. He's a really awesome person. We met him at the bar and oh, nice. just told him what we did. And then we were drinking with him. And the next morning he came down to get the coffee and was just so impressed that, he just wound up being a you know customer at that point. Oh, I love awesome. that. Did you recognize him already? Did you know who he was from the show? Oh, yeah, oh, yeah I okay. knew. Oh, yeah, that's one of the reasons we went and sat with him at the bar. Oh, very yeah. nice. I wasn't sure. Sometimes <laughs> there, there's so much makeup and prosthetics for these guys in those kinds of shows. You don't. You know. He actually didn't have makeup. He didn't oh, wear nice. makeup or anything. And as, as his character, you know, which was the excellent thing, you know, it was, uh, was kind of neat. Yeah, that is very neat. All right. Well, while Nick's looking that up, let's let's uh, right. see if we can drill him with some more questions and distract him. So, you guys, you said you uh, you have like karaoke in there. I know we've seen the Kitchen Killers in there, so you have yeah. bands in there. Uh, the 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 one day we were there, I think you guys had like five or six bands in a row in there. Uh, that was the grand opening during the grand opening. Yeah, yeah mm -hmm. that was really cool. But you also do like open mic night type stuff in there. We do. We do. Yeah. Come in and uh, lay out your soul. And so that's that's anything really. You can do stand up comedy or read poems or whatever. That is cool. I would love to go during one of those. I've never been to anything like that. Yeah, maybe you could do a reading from one of your books. Oh, that's true. <laughs> if I could muster up the courage. They do have alcohol in there though, so I might be able to. You could get a little bit of a social lubricant. Yes. <laughs> there you go. Yes, yes. 
So, Nick, what are future plans for either of the locations after we kind of get through this little hiccup in life right now? Yeah. What are your future plans for moving forward? Um, have a lot more fun. <laughs> I love yeah, that. That is. We have a lot of fun as it is. I mean, that's one of the yeah. big ones. I mean, the, the Montverde shop, you know, we do Smash Super Smash Brothers tournaments. We have car show. Um, we do like a cars and coffee kind of thing where, you know, people come out and, you know, just hang out, you know, and talk and show off their, you know, whatever. We don't care. We're not like, oh, it's got to be a classic or oh, it's got to be a muscle car. Or, oh, it's got to be this. Just bring If you're proud of it, bring it. That's kind of the way we look at it. You know, oh, I love it. I love that. If you're a motorhead, whether it be motorcycle or car or truck or whatever, bring it. You know, we're, we're excited to have any of it because yeah. we are all about vehicles and you know stuff like that too. I mean, I, I'm weird. When, well, you, <laughs> you're weird. You know what? So, I have to say it. I mean, when I was in high school, I was center on the football team. I was president yeah. of the computer club. I was in auto mechanics and marine mechanics and electronics. Holy smokes! I knew everybody from the stoner, stoners to the preppies. Yeah, and uh-huh. everybody knew me, and I could you know, just slide into any one of those. And you're like the chameleon, pretty much. I mean, but yeah. I was never not myself, even sure. being that way. I was never yeah. not yeah. myself. I love um, that. You know, it was I was clickless, I guess, if you want to call yeah. it that. I didn't yeah. worry about the clicks, and you know, in that, I was always the one that people came to when something was going wrong. You know, it was always yeah. like, Nick, and I'm like, what? But I was then <laughs> relegated to the title of Uncle Nick um, because everybody would come to me. Oh, gosh. You were the therapist in high school. Is that what it is? <laughs> well, not just that, but I mean, the principals liked me. They would call me in to fix their computers. And, okay. you know, oh, I mean, it was it was weird. I remember in middle school, I would get called out of class. You know, the, I need you to go to the principal's office. And then everybody's like, ooh, you know how they are in eighth grade. Yeah. Um, I go in and the, the principal's like... Uh, my computer's not working, or I got this <laughs> new program, and we don't know how to install it. So, of course, you know, who would they call me? Oh, yeah. that is amazing. Uh, that now, is did great. you go to school down here, Nick? or South Florida. You... South Florida. Okay, cool. Oh, that's awesome, though. I guess I should say maybe jack of all trades instead of chameleon, but that's yeah. that's awesome. That is rare. I see what you mean by weird, uh, because I was going to say, yeah, we're weird, too, but I... I don't, you know, there was a little clicky here where I'm from, you know, yeah. maybe not horribly, but it wasn't like that. I mean, it was very clicky with me you too. You could just traverse yeah. the different groups. Yeah. I think yeah. that's all schools though. I think that's especially that age group. You know what I mean? Everybody's trying to find their place and you wish everybody could be like that where they could just kind of go around. To right. Yeah. I hate to say it because it still goes on these days. I think a lot, a lot of it is prejudice. Why yeah. clicks happen, um, you know, in yeah. that respect. I never I had so. that, you know, I mean, I never had that prejudice, you know, and my, I never accepted that. I mean, I, it was yeah. around, but I was, I, I just don't, it's just not, it's stupid. Yeah. It's not totally agree. Yeah. People yeah. are people. Yeah. And you know what, even, even as an adult, that's a really good way to sort of wrap that uh, whole description of that because it is, it's prejudice for all different kinds of reasons. And I think, I I think you raise a good point that it's never good in any way. That's never justifiable to be prejudiced. Everyone's different. And even the people you think you've sort of figured out when you get to know them, you were usually you were wrong. Yeah. Right. (laughs) Yeah. Avoid anything that causes division. (laughs) Yeah. I agree. So, but yeah, you just got to go with the flow, so to speak. Yeah. yeah. So, um, so we started this uh, podcast because we wanted to help build up the community, basically bring community together, 
get involved in the community, whatever, you know, can just help in some way. Um, yeah. So how do you, how do you guys get involved in the community at coffee shop of whores or individually? What are you doing? Well, we work with uh, the main street mouse, which in turn works with give kids the world. Um, Dan loves that. (laughs) Absolutely. We work with bras for a cause. Um, we work with, uh, wounded officers. Um, we, you know, our, our shops, even since our first shop that we moved into, uh, Mumford's not a, it's a very broad income-based town. Yeah. Um, you know, not Montverde, but Montverde. It's, um, <clears throat> what do you call it? Um, just outside of these town limits, which is still Montverde zip code, mm-hmm. is Trailer Park. Not and there are some yeah. kids that are a little less fortunate and things like that. And we've always offered, you know, if they want like a dollar peanut butter and jelly. And, and a lot of times it would just be a free peanut butter and jelly. If they yeah. We didn't really care. Um, and we try to get back anywhere we can. I mean, we've yeah. been fairly fortunate in our lives. I mean, we're not rich by any means, but we, we give back what we can when we can. And love it. That's just the right way to be. I mean, that's the way we've always been. And you know, it's, I, my, young past i ran away from home when i was very young lived on the streets and worked my way back up took a while and took a lot of work and a lot of stumbling and picking myself back up but i got there and i was uh thankful you know that in my life even with some of the people that i knew or grew up with that were not really the best individuals (laughs) some of their bad habits didn't rub off on me thankfully and i just never went down that path you know the dark rabbit hole Sure. Um, you know, it's, uh, you know, we had a good friend who's still a friend now I went to high school with that started doing crack and in, in, in high school. And we Ooh. literally, you know, thankfully the statute of limitations of sure has run out. We beat the crap yeah. out of him. Yeah. <laughs> he was high and, yeah. and I mean, literally bleeding, beat the crap out of him and yeah. he stopped, he stopped doing it. Now his father, two kids is, you know, running a U-Haul and, you know, we're at U-Haul Center and whatever, and he's he's doing really well. I mean, he's got oh, a great life. And, you yeah. know, he's, but he could have gone down a completely different yeah. path. He could have been dead. I mean, who knows? Yeah. yeah. But you guys cared. did that because you cared. Yeah. Right. yeah. Not because we were, you know, wanted to beat him up. It was because that's we how, cared about him. That's how teenage boys sometimes show that they care for yeah. each other, you know? Getting back to those uh, those primitive instincts, kind of. Yeah. Never any hospitalization. Hospitalization. No. <laughs> Just enough to let him know that, you know, you sure a little reminder in the mirror when he woke up in the morning. I think, you know, in a way, I guess it's good. It taught him to be afraid of of continuing to do that, you know, negative reinforcement. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) it works sometimes. (laughs) Yeah, no kidding. Uh, Why do you think we have jail? Yeah, for sure. (laughs) That's right. That is right. Well, Nick, thanks so much for taking the time to sit and chat with us. And we, you know, we will continue to help in any way we can. We really want to make sure you guys are okay through this, you know, tough time for local business, for small business. So we'll, we'll continue to encourage everyone that we know. And we'll also continue to come by and get coffee from you guys. And we look forward to seeing you in person again soon. Absolutely. I look forward to seeing you guys. We miss you. Yeah, All right. same. We'll be there the we, day that we can be there. We, we really will. 
it's coming soon. It's going to yeah. be, it'll be all right. I, I feel like that too. We're, we're yeah. uh, hoping that we're, you know, we don't have too much of this left. In, I, I think we're about a month out. I think like, so too. I guess uh, it'll, it's going to peak really soon and then they're going to get a handle on it. I think. Start drifting. Yeah, yeah. Drifting away. All right, Nick, we'll, we'll let you get back to it. And uh, again, thank you so much for sitting and chatting with us and, and we will see you soon. Awesome. You guys have a wonderful day. Bye. All right, you too. Take care, Nick. Bye. And for those of you listening, stand by, and we'll be right back with the second half of our Facebook Live broadcast recorded earlier this week. I wanted to also, I wanted to give a shout out to my, my sister-in-law's sister. That's a mouthful. But Miss Melinda Wood, um, she started a blog after having a baby. And it's called The Mindful Mama. And she really writes really good blogs it's about being a mom and just kind of in, inspiring for other for other moms. And it's a, it's a little documentary of her life with her child and her husband. It's really cool. But she um, made a post about going outside and playing in the rain. Um, sorry, there's a bug in here. Um, that... They were going to go outside and then it was all rainy out and it kept them indoors. And then they're like, you know what? We're going to go outdoors anyway. So they put their rain boots on and their raincoats and took the little guy out in the rain and played. And it was like the most fun that they had and forever. And it just reminded me every time it's raining and I see adults scrambling to cover their heads and run for the car not get wet i think you know as adults we like run from the rain instead of playing in it but when we're kids we're like begging our parents to go run in it yep so i challenge you next time it's raining to walk a little slower enjoy the rain jobs jump in a little puddle it's fun who cares if people think you're crazy you're living life you're enjoying the moment you're enjoying what nature gives you. I do it all the time, and then I'm soaked. <laughs> you do it all the time. I do do it all. In do the do. lightning capital. I of the, do it uh, all the time. No. Well, not when it's lightning out, but you know when you have those nice little summer, spring rains that are coming down. Just enjoy it. Get a yeah. little wet. It's fun. Take the kids out to play in the rain. I, I love the idea. You know what it is? My headspace right now. It's so hard for me because, and this is such a boring thing to talk about, but. My work is so busy right now. It's, you know, I'm in IT during the day. I'm sure Billy Floyd can relate here, but all of our staff are working remotely now. We're 4,000 people-ish, mm-hmm. give or take. And we've gone from everybody working in the office for the most part to everybody working from home. That is a big undertaking to make yeah. sure everybody can work from home, to make sure they have the right computer, to make sure they have the right setup, to make sure they can access everything and all their programs. And it's especially uh, when it happens so quickly, you and, know. And I don't want to make it sound because honestly, it's mostly the other teams and the people in my team, and it's not me technically doing the work. But I think there's sort of like an echo effect of the other stuff that we have going on, and yeah. so I love the idea of like playing in the rain and all this stuff but for the past probably two weeks maybe a little longer i just feel like i am spinning out of control busy so i'm taking the end of the week off good and you're gonna get outside maybe go for a bike ride yeah that would be great yeah that would be great i was thinking of some exercises that would help me get equally as thin like riding a little that would be good. I'm, I'm really <laughs> you can do that. write but you got to get outside for a bike ride not that i can join you on the bike ride yet 
I do miss doing that. I yeah. love doing I don't know. Those of you that are from Central Florida, we have something called Rails to Trails here where they've converted the train tracks to uh, bike trails. We talked about this last mm-hmm. week. But I love it and I miss it. And we got to get yeah. back out and do it again. Yeah, I'm excited to get back on the bike. Jen asked how I'm doing. I am doing much better. This is my third full week of PT or the fourth week. I can't remember. No, third week. And I feel definitely progress. I'm, I can walk a little bit now, not like around the block or anything, but I can walk without having any of those twingy, weird pains. And today I was actually out in the yard, kind of, you know, moving some stuff around. I probably wasn't supposed to do that, but I did anyway. Um, but it, it feels good to be able to actually move like that yeah, now. Oh yeah. And the the workouts that the PT guy is doing with me now, they're not all on the table where you're just laying down and, you know, lifting your legs up and down. I'm actually doing um, standing movements. So it makes me feel like, okay, I'm getting somewhere. The bike is in sight. Yeah. <laughs> the only reason I can't really go on the bike is because if I dropped my leg down to catch myself, I could pull that muscle right, again. Right, all over so, again. Yeah. I have been on my little um, stationary bike that Dan got me for the living room, and I can do about 10, 15 minutes most. Yeah. That's the other thing. I can only bike for like 10 to 15 minutes, yeah. and then I'm like, Arr. Right. Yeah. Well, I'm proud of you for doing it, for yeah. sticking with it. And, uh, Ooh. you know, it's getting me outside, too. We just did uh, a couple of two different days in a row. I think i just been pushing her around the neighborhood a little bit in a wheelchair That's that we fun. got. And it's, it's, yeah, it's a nice little bit of exercise for me. And, you know, we're getting out. I'm sorry. I'm laughing at Paula because she said, I saw you move your drink away from Dan. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I'm going to tell that story then. So Paula's a friend of ours now, but before we knew Paula and I knew how cool Paula was, (laughs) we were at uh, the Wekaiva Island, Bill and Mary Wynog. We've talked about the place a lot and I think they're officially closed right now, but, and we're going to get a little bit more into how you can support your local businesses and your local community. And we're going to talk about CyberCon 2020 coming up, which is, is going to be a good tie-in for kind of the theme of what we're going to talk about during that. But back to how we met Paula. Yeah. We were there. We were seeing a show. We were seeing Atlantic Alibi, speaking mm-hmm. of supporting local musicians, amazing and talented group. And if I were really good at this, I would say you can hear the interview and songs from them on episode whatever. But Yeah, I don't, we can't tell you that. Know. It's one of our previous episodes. <laughs> you can go Google it. But uh, so we were there. It's a full house. And... I am waving it. Actually, I made my way into the crowd and I bumped somebody behind me and I turned behind me and this lady has a glass of red wine. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. And she says, no problem. I just barely bumped her. <laughs> and five seconds later, the bartender, Seth, walks out and waves at me and I wave at him. And as I'm waving, now I'm going in slow motion right now, but it was like full speed wave. <laughs> my elbow goes back and full on elbow jabs the uh-huh. bottom of her wine glass into her face. All down her shirt. Oh, I'm gosh. talking the equivalent of just dumping wine on your face. Pretty and I much. was mortified. <laughs> I was running for paper towels <laughs> and she was so chill about it. So anyway. And it was the good wine too. It was the good it wine was the good that wine. Um, it was, it Bill was and Mary I probably brought. still owe her money. <laughs> But uh, anyway, Paula, uh, thanks for being so cool about it. And yeah. look, we made friends in the process. So That's sometimes right. That you never you know. Spill a little wine to make friends. And you can find more about Atlantic Alibi on episode thirty-six. Oh, look she at found that. it. Look I at found that. it. So Jen says she bets many people will keep working from home. And uh, I think so too. We, yeah, we've talked a little bit about that, but there's a lot of uh, business articles out there and. Uh, 
the philosophy is that they think somewhere around 65% are going to go back. I don't know where they get these statistics from, but I bet you're right. And I bet they're yeah. right too. It's going to be a different world so after this. I want to work outside when this is all over. I'm telling you. Oh, Jana says, when's the wedding? We didn't talk about that, uh, really. We, well, I think we did a while ago, but we did decide to postpone. We decided that before the surgery, thank God, right? Because, yeah. you know, we, our original wedding day is May 23rd, which yeah. is our actual anniversary. And we would have had to cancel all that. And I don't I, think we're going to be out of the clear like yeah. that yet. And then we were going to go on a cruise. There's no way I'm going on a cruise right now. It's not happening. And you know what's funny? So, it's, this is going to sound so cliche and corny, but you know we did that because of Angie's surgery. It was inevitable surgery. She started thinking about how fun would it be to be on an Alaskan cruise on crutches. Not at all no. fun. Uh, you know, we want to go hiking <laughs> and all. And yeah. so it was sort of her decision come to, to come to me and kind of say hey and I, which made me feel good about it because i would never want i would just say we're going to plow through i don't want to delay you know i didn't want to yeah. ruin the plans and it made sense and we talked about it It was okay cool well you know what that gives us another year to plan we specifically want to do it on a certain date because it syncs up with when we first started dating yeah so anyway we want to you know dan said he's counting all them years see so when they say oh, how yes. long have you been married we're just gonna roll the actual I, years together in with the the day. Uh, well, I think it's a ripoff. I <laughs> it think, is a ripoff. Because think about it, especially as you get older, we, we're not going to be here that much longer in the, in the grand scheme of things. But when a couple's been together, they go, how long you been together? Well, 10 years, but we've been married for three. No, just no. roll it in. Nobody, you're not, you're not going to be together for 10 years and celebrate your, your one year anniversary that you're getting yeah. ripped off. Just, you, you know, you, you are getting ripped off. So I we're, we're going to include those years, yeah. but, uh, anyway, it'll this be is, lucky number seven. That's right. Well, yeah. this is the cliche thing though. When people say, well, you know, there, there's a reason they say like, and I'm not a religious person, but they say, thank God for unanswered prayers, or there's a reason for everything. And I can't help but think if Angie didn't get the surgery and we were still, everything was planned and paid for, it would yeah. have been a nightmare yeah. to, to get. So it was such a blessing in disguise for yeah. us really. And, yeah. you know, so we would have ended up doing this anyway because of the virus. And now we're, yeah. now we're waiting. So Janice, waiting. the answer to your question is next year. Yes. Next year, same date, though, May 23rd, 2021. Jamie said 87% of statistics are made up on the spot. She said, Think like, about that for a minute. Yeah. She said, like, this one. <laughs> oh, did she? Oh, yeah. I, well, I, knew, I knew what she meant anyway. Yep. That's like the quote from Abraham Lincoln that says, don't believe everything you read on Facebook. From Abraham Lincoln, huh? That's the point. That's it. That's great. I love it. Uh, hey, maybe he had, he had insight or something. I don't know. I'm going to see myself out um, after that joke. I wanted to... I was looking through, I came across this because I follow them, the um, Love Your Melon. And if Clayton's still on, he knows about this, of course. But Love Your Melon is a clothing brand that is, they're really known for their beanies. I think that's what everybody knows them for. Um, and they donate 50% of their net profit to nonprofits that help fight against pediatric cancer. And they have actually designed a, um, a face mask because, you know, they are helping kids with cancer they're helping pediatric cancer right and and those families and those families need extra protection so they have designed this mask they're going to donate 50,000 of them to children and families oh nice um that need that protection and then they're going to start selling them to the public for like a um buy one give one so instead of buy one get one it's buy one you buy one and the cost of your purchase another one is 
given to families that need Someone it. Someone that needs it. Oh, that's yes, like the, children that's... with cancer, families oh, with those high risk kids. So find out more information about that at loveyourmelon.com or um, Love Your Melon. You can search their Facebook page and they have the information there. So I just thought that was really cool. Oh, how great is that? That they're doing that. And, um, you know, helping the community, you know, helping the world really right now. I yeah. mean, it's more than just the community. It's humanity sure when we're faced with something like this so anytime i see stuff like that and of course there's so many people that are talented with sewing that are making the face masks donating them to the um the local hospitals our friend Kristen, she you know had put a post out that i think i shared on fine and dangy that she was collecting those type of um what do they call it ppe uh personal protective equipment yeah, PPE. Um, it's any of the gear that the nurses, like the, the doctors, and the CNAs, anybody needs stuff? to protect themselves. Yes. Yeah. And um, she had a box set up at her primary care doctor. Oh, nice. And people were donating stuff. Oh, so nice. I thought that was really great. I wish I was handy with a sewing machine. Yeah. I don't have a sewing well, machine, so that'd be not. by hand. But yeah. um, my um, my son's soon-to-be uh, mother-in-law, Cheyenne, right. she's handy with a sewing machine and she's been making them for her family and friends oh how nice yeah but she said it was really hard to find elastic to sew this um because everyone's doing it yeah so i have a question about that too when you when you are wearing one of these homemade masks and this this is maybe a question for you guys watching or a rhetorical question if none of us know Mm -hmm. but you know when you have the we have maybe two left of the kind that you buy and we had them before all this started um and i like we had to make a run on sunday and we're trying not to leave the house at all, but I've gotten to the point now to where I am wearing it because I, mm-hmm. I'm not trying to be excessive, but I'm, I'm an asthmatic. Uh, and when I That's have, a weird word. Isn't it? Asthmatic. If you, I always think of a donkey going, well, I don't know if it's going to work out. You're going to be blowing in the smoke rings because I'm an asthmatic. <laughs> but um, from Shrek, sorry. Uh-huh. Um, but, uh, you know, I, we're at risk of it being really bad if we get mm-hmm. it in our lungs. And so, but uh, it made me think, is there a certain like degree of thickness they need to be to keep the germs out? You know what I mean? You can't just take anything. No, it's not just the thickness. It's the the HEPA filter lining right. that's important because you're trying to stop germs from going in. So you, you could use like, you know, them vacuum bags that are like HEPA filters. Sure. You could use something like that. But... Like yeah. these cloth ones, are they put? Are they made to put those put those kind of HEPA filters yes. inside of them? Inside oh, okay. the lining. Um, I mean, really, that's what you should be doing. But people can't even find that stuff. So I'm sure that some perfect protection is better, better than, than none. nothing. Not if you're working in a hospital or course, something like that. They have to line them, otherwise yeah. they're not being protected. Right. So. Right. Well, to flip back to Kristen for a minute too. So you know, I know she's been she's been working her butt off like everyone yeah. else that's been helping on the front lines, as I'm calling it, and. I think if you know anyone or if you know if you know of anyone who knows anyone or if you have any way to reach out to someone that's working in a hospital, a doctor, a nurse or someone that's yeah. working in the healthcare industry that's on the front lines of this, reach out to them, send them a text message, send a them a private post message, because, yeah. because mm-hmm. they are a lot of them are starting to just feel worn down. And yeah. it's not just the physical side, it's the mental side and I think knowing that you have all these people that care about you that are thinking about you that really want to really want you to be okay yeah um, i think it really helps it seems like it helps as we have told people yeah. thank you so much for what you're doing you know it's it's like david rubin would say you know get when you're when you're giving yeah. 
when you're giving a police officer or a soldier uh, a compliment on the service they're providing, you know, the healthcare professionals are right up there with that. Yeah. Especially now. We need them, you know? Oh, yeah. I mean, not only do we want them to be okay, we need them to be okay of course. for, or for we're, our family's yeah. health, for our health. Absolutely. So, um, so yeah, we de- definitely reach out. Even if you don't know somebody that well, just send them a little private message on Facebook Messenger or something if you know that they're um, in that industry or on the front lines and let them know that you appreciate what they do, what they do. I think that's, that's um, very important for all of us. I do too. On a lighter note, yeah. Did you see the accidental call that came into the Kitchen Killers live feed this past week? I heard it when you were watching it. Was, it. it was great. It was, And I didn't get to see it live. And I was so bummed because I missed all the live feeds this week because of day job work. And, I, you mm-hmm. know, we try to support each other. But I also just like to see them. So I got on like the last two minutes. Yeah. And then it was over. But they had someone call the Commodore. got a call. Oh, my god! It was like his second call. And he was about to roll it. Uh-huh. The voicemail. And Billy said, no, 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 answer it, answer it. And they answered it. <laughs> That's and great. Wrong number. And they talked to her. And at first she was kind of defensive. Uh, and Billy's like, well, you're on our live Facebook show. You can get on the internet right now and listen to this conversation. It that, was great. And That they, is awesome. Put somebody on the spot. It, oh. But it ended like friendly. And she's like going to check out their website and stuff. So yeah. that's how you turn a, uh, I think they yeah. said, a wrong number gone right or something yeah, like that. Yeah, I love perfect. it. Perfect. I, yeah, I loved it. it. It was very entertaining. Violet joined us. Hello, Violet. Thank you so much for the very nice comment. Um, I have a funny story for you. Well, I don't know about funny, but we're in different times right now. So my, you know, I'm going to be a grandma. Dan's going to be a Dan Paw and a Grangy. I mean, I'm going to be a Grangy. That's my grandma name. Is it Dan Paw or Dan Dad? It's Dan Pa. Dan Pa. It's Dan Pa. It was Dan Dad at first, and that was too hard to say. Yeah. Dan Dad. Dan Dad. You got to be careful with Dan Pa, though. Yeah, Dan Pa can... Sound like something else. So yeah, a very guess. Be, very articulate with Dan Pa. Not <laughs> Tan Pa. Dan Pa. <laughs> yes. Um, so we, we are... The baby shower scheduled for May 16th. Obviously, we know we're probably going to have to push that. But yeah. we're going to do like a virtual baby shower. That's such a great idea. Yeah. And um, you're you're going to help, of course, put together a video. Yeah. I'm happy <laughs> or to. Or teach me how, and I'm going to try to do it. Yeah. Where they kind of take pictures of people driving by the house, dropping gifts off, waving, or maybe decorating the cars. Yeah. And I've seen people do that for kids' birthdays oh, be and great. stuff. And um just to give their well, you know, give them well wishes, but not go near. Don't go near to my grandbaby in that yeah. <laughs> in that womb now. Um, and but even the grandparents have to stay away. So you know that's going to be kind of cool, though. So we'll, you know, I'll have the video up on probably my Facebook page, and yeah, everybody I, can check it out. I love it. Done. I think that's going to become more common. And I and I uh, yeah, I, I already talked to a couple people involved in this. Uh, I talked to Cheyenne on uh, Facebook about mm-hmm. it, and. Uh, the 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 mother of what do, you, what do you say mother of the bride I don't know how to describe that I guess the, the yeah. other grandma yeah or whatever her name's gonna be and uh, she, so I told her I'll help her to get it together technically I think it would be cool the live stream part of it I think it yeah. would be cool some to, snapshots yeah. I think it'd be cool to have some sort of a video call live live stream video call but also recorded that'd yeah. be really so people can actually interact and yeah. stuff and yeah we'll figure it out and but. look you know you have to look at the bright side it's just like Carlos uh you know Carlos and, and Megan have a baby on the way yeah and they Carlos uh Navarro did a uh, a he's got his his uh Facebook Live he does, his podcast he does, and everything. But one of the videos that they did was, how do you deal with a pregnancy? 
and uh, yeah. birth in these times. And it made me think about our situation, not our situation, yeah. but you know, yeah, we're not situation. having a baby. No. Settle down, everybody. But, uh, <laughs> That's but not happening. you have to, not only, not only do you have to kind of adjust and get, mm-hmm. you know, he was talking about what well, you're going to video in there, but you have to also kind of turn it into a positive as best yeah. you can. So you don't get anxiety. And so you don't get all freaked out at how it's ruining everything or whatever, yeah. or someone can't be there for you because the way he kind of mentioned it, and I think it's going to work the same way. Yeah. Think of it this way. You're going to have a video that, first of all, you'll never forget how different the whole thing was and how interesting yeah. it was. But you'll have a video that you wouldn't have otherwise had. Nobody's recording no. quite like that. So like the baby shower, that'll be a keepsake that you won't. Yeah, you, always can look back We wouldn't on. otherwise do that. Yeah. So it'll be cool, I think. You know, And we can skip playing all this baby shower games which i'm kind of happy about some of them are some of them are cool now there is a really funny one that i saw it's like a um it's like guess which one is it cleavage or baby's butt have you seen this one that's hilarious hilarious i haven't seen that one and you cannot tell on all of them (laughs) that is great so that that's a good one that's funny i know it's an old one but the one where they take like a bunch of diapers and then melt them like in the microwave and then dump them in a diaper i'm sorry they take a bunch of candy bar they Mm -hmm. don't melt diapers in a microwave don't try that don't don't but they melt a bunch of candy bars in (laughs) Uh the microwave and then they wipe them like in a diaper you gotta guess the candy bar and people take pictures of everybody smelling (laughs) the candy bar to see what it is and it's just it's it'd be grosser if you make them taste it it's very it's very juvenile fun but it's fun and what are you gonna do um Jen yeah. said Dan's hiding in his wine in his wine tonight. Oh no, Dan is hiding his wine tonight. He is. What, what do you I'm mean? not. My hands are empty. Where's the frame? Mine's in my um my my BFF, my other BFF, not you. Did I just so happen to cut the frame on this where you can't see my right arm? That's oh, perfect. Oh, that's great. He's hiding. He really is hiding his wife. I was going to lean out here and work on anyway, this my, technical thing for a second. My other BFF, Mindy Fox, got me this cute little um, like Yeti wine cup. And it says, you are the Monica to my Rachel. Because everybody knows I love friends. It's so cute. Aww. I love it. But we have something coming up this weekend that holidays tend to sneak up on you when you don't have little kids yeah and because i guess of everything that's going on but easter's this weekend easter is sunday and and uh you know i tried to do this sneaky thing for angie and rachel because we can't go anywhere and i thought that's okay i'm gonna get on amazon and order easter baskets and everything that we need and i am probably i guess the 500,000th person that thought of that (laughs) because no there is nothing not happening. You can get all that stuff if you want to get it in a couple weeks. Yeah, that's okay. Saturday we'll color some eggs, have yeah. some fun. It's going to be one of those things again. You got to make it like, you know, it, it, you got to be creative. What yeah. are some creative things you could do? So I thought you were going to say, and I was about to say, oh, that's a couple weeks away. But I mentioned CyberCon earlier, mm-hmm. and we are very excited to be part of this. And if you haven't heard of CyberCon, think of it like this. And we're going to be posting some promos and some commercials and sharing some of their stuff too but it is a way to stay home over the weekend this Mm -hmm. is the 17th of april through the 19th it's a way to stay home and get live entertainment all weekend long it is a virtual telethon remember telethons like the like the jerry lewis telethon or whatever yeah all the proceeds that are raised from this event and it's going to run it's going to run continuous this whole time so yeah all night long into the next day it's like 56 hours it starts on the 17th at noon and goes through the 19th at 5 p.m yeah 
So it's crazy. Yeah. yeah. And of course, we're not going to be up and awake that time. We can certainly try, but uh, anyway, all the proceeds that are raised from this event are going to be donated to the Center for Disaster Philanthropies COVID-19 Response That's Fund. That's a long one. I know. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but there's going to be uh, pop culture artists on there, celebrities. We've mm-hmm. got some celebrities that are actually going to be on it. Um, authors, including myself, are, is going to be on it in a little author segment uh, for me. Uh, comic creators are going to be on it. There's going to yes. be people on it doing cosplay. Obviously, we're going to have the podcast on it for a segment. So yeah. there will if, be other podcasts on oh, it as a well. Ton of them. There's yeah. going to be so much stuff going on, and we're building the itinerary still as we go. And I say we. That's hanging with web show. So if you know those guys, they're doing all the real work with this. Yes. Um, but if you want to see this, you just hop on Facebook, and again, that's going to be April seventeenth through nineteenth. You know, hop on Facebook on any device, mm-hmm. head over to the Hanging Web Show. We're going to put a link in the show notes of the podcast for this. You can watch. Just like yeah. you would a TV show, you can get involved. You can join the live chat. You can ask questions and make comments. You can share links to other websites. The big intention here, besides entertaining you, entertaining us, raising money for people that really need it, is to build community. Because yeah. the only way we can really build community right now is online. Yeah. And, uh, you know, so, so. What props. a great way to get a. Um, get such a wide variety. Oh, though. I know. It's going to be know, so cool. Really in one. One spot. You don't have to go to a bar. You don't have to go yep. to, you know, somebody's doing a show over here. It's literally in the comfort of your own home. Right. How cool is that? That's 56 so cool. hours of entertainment, as Terry and, says. And, and, a, <laughs> and a variety show, as they used to say, yeah. like back in the, you know, 70s. Um, yeah, very cool. So we'll have a one hour. I think most of the segments are yep. probably about an hour, just depending on yeah. what type of, you know, show that you do. Or, right. I mean, there's going to be people doing live paintings. It's going oh, to be, gonna be cr- great. It's going to be crazy. So people. we're we're proud to be part of it. We're excited to watch it when we're not on it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, th- you know, participants are also going to be encouraged to support and share the local charities. So you can post your links to that. Yeah. You can drive up help as much as we can for all the communities, for all of the charities and, you know, for all the local artists and, and musicians and authors and everybody that's, uh, that you could, know. This, and a lot of those people who, like we've, I mentioned before, this is what they do is like a side gig or their main gig mm-hmm. and earning tips or money to go perform places. Is sure. They're losing money. Yeah. So this is a great way as well to kind of support them, even though the so main true. support is for charity, which we love very much. You can find out more information on um, our website, too. I posted something. The oh, link is on, on there. there. Yeah. Awesome. So if you just scroll down a little bit and we'll continue to post about it and remind you guys about it because we really want you to join and see all the great talent that we have here locally. But there's also people that aren't just local that are joining. I'm oh, pretty it's sure from everywhere. It's yeah. everywhere. I think there's over 200 is there over 200 people? Now? I'm sure for a, oh, for that long. They're yeah. still building too. If you yeah, look at the schedule, amazing. they're still they're still adding people. You can so. also still be a part of it too if you want to go check it out. CyberCon 2020. Yeah, and so that's a very good point that I forgot to mention. So if you are an artist or an entertainer and you want to be on it, please head over to Hanging with Web Shows uh, Facebook page and you can find information there on how you yeah. can sign up or on our page where Angie has yeah. recently posted Click it. Click on it. There will be some information for you there. Definitely. Yeah, that's going to be fun. And props to them for thinking of that. What a cool yeah. idea. You know? I mean, that is a lot of creative people coming together. I feel privileged that they invited us to be on that. Oh, so do I, yeah. Um, which, I mean, I think we are... Tr- we try to center on community and really that is community. So... Hopefully we can do our part in coming up with some very um, creative content. Yeah. 
Um, we're going to be talking about community, though, is what our segment will be all about. So yeah, absolutely. if you have any great stories about people that are doing great things in the community, please send us an email, feedback at fineandangie.com, or message us on Facebook so that we can include that in our um, segment on that Saturday the 18th. Yeah, indeed. And, yeah. and speaking of helping each other, uh, I just thought, you know, violence and all you two are so uplifting, which is, oh. is very kind. But Violet Favero is a author as well, and she writes children's books. She writes under the name Silly Yaya, and I know we talked a bit about this past week, but she they are really, really good. We got the one that's, uh, what's the title of the one we got? Uh, Silly Yaya. Oh, is it That's the, the very first book. It talks all about different grandparent different names. Different grandparent names, mm-hmm. right. And it, we thought about our grandparent names, and there's a space in there to put your grandparent. Yeah. It's really cool. There's another one we don't have called Unky Monkey Lives at the Zoo. Yes. And it's a, I won't ruin the whole story of you. It's a very cute story. If you have a younger kid, you want to read it too. But it's all her stories are written about experiences that she's had in her life or with her family. And it's, it's awesome. And what I love that Violet has been doing is since she knows there's a lot of, you know, kids are staying at home. They're being homeschooled by parents. Yep. Parents are running out of ideas oh, so because mentioning this. Yeah. they're not teachers. So yeah. she's been offering like Facebook lives where they can join and she reads a book and does a little bit of, I, I feel like you should have been a teacher. Yeah. Uh, we well, met, we did an interview with Violet and. She connects with kids. I'm telling you what. She just connects with kids. Like. She, we said, you're not a teacher. What's going on here? Yeah. You could tell, you, you know what? You can tell that she's from a large family where she's been, she's, she's got lots of experience with kids and grandkids or whatever. Yes, yes, yes. Anyway. She has lots of them. Jamie said, I love silly yaya books. I'm hold on, and I'm going to tell everybody what episode. Oh, episode? At some point, we're Violet, never going to remember this. No, Miss Violet was episode 41 of It's All Fine and Dangy. And Jamie Ingle was episode 40. That was back to back right at Christmas you. time. Yeah. Wow. We actually traveled down and had both them on in the same day. So that yeah. was awesome. It seems yeah, like forever fun. ago now, doesn't it? Especially with the I world know. right now. It seems like December of last year was a thousand years ago. I know. I know. So tonight after we are done, Dan still has more work to do. But we a have bit. a couple shows that we need to catch up on yep. before any spoilers come out. A Westworld. I keep seeing. Yes. So I read what I call the nerd news every night. I read like a little bit of political stuff, which I probably shouldn't. I read about the virus, which I probably mm-hmm. shouldn't. And then I read about tech stuff and entertainment and everybody is posting wow Westworld season three wow wow that twist wow that ending and as soon as I see like a picture of it I have to just scroll because yeah. I don't want to <laughs> spoil it so yeah we're also watching Ozark and I've seen a mm-hmm. lot of you on Facebook posting about how Ozark was amazing so we you know you want to just save those and kick back and watch them when you get yeah. time but in the spoiler culture these days you almost just have yep. to cram it in before somebody ruins All it right, for well, you. Jamie didn't Jamie did not spoil anything, but she said it's amazing. Westworld's Westworld's amazing. So so let me tell you then, while you're watching, Jamie, is season one to me was mind-blowing good. And I was a fan as a kid of the old Westworld movie. Maybe you were too. And so I love how they did some nods to it. And Mm -hmm. the whole premise, for those of you that are like, what? Is the whole Westworld premise is that there is a park somewhere for the super rich where you can go and act like you're from the old west and the whole thing is decorated and they're all robots so you can yeah. shoot them or do whatever you You can be a good guy or a bad guy. You do whatever you want. And whatever that's all fancy. I'm that's all I'm going to tell you <laughs> but they took it to the next level. Mm-hmm. Season 2 was good 
but super confusing. I was like, yeah. I felt like I had to draw a diagram to uh-huh. follow the plot. <laughs> so I'm hoping that they dumbed it down for me on the third uh, one here a little bit. Yes, but yes. Love that show. So we're doing our Facebook Live tonight. We're going to wrap up here in a few minutes. Um, but this week, um, actually Sunday, we interviewed Nick from the Coffee Shop of Horrors, which we love so much. Uh, there's a location out in Montverde out in the Claremont area. Yep. And then the new one in Tavares, which is called Jonesy's Escape. Yes. And um, talked a little bit about, you know, the struggles that they're going through right now and just about the coffee shop and how it all came about. So yep. he'll be on Thursday's show. Yeah, I'm excited for that. That was our first ever. And if Josh, if you're still on this, we figured it out. <laughs> <laughs> but this was our first yeah. ever. You know, I'm, a, I'm an IT guy and I'm mm-hmm. still trying to, you know, figure. So we did a... We did a uh, Skype call with Nike, with, with Nick, with Nike. Nike. We did a, I'm going to edit that out. You better believe that's getting edited out on the podcast. We did a Skype call with Nick from the coffee shop of horrors. Really cool guy. Really cool to see him and talk to him instead of just doing the voice. Yeah. And we realized something as we're doing that, that that's what we miss about the show because mm-hmm. we've had some call in interviews before and they're cool because someone was out of state, Yeah, but seeing and talking to someone it was sort of a, a gap between actually sitting with Nick and just being on the phone with him. It wasn't as good as being there, but it was better than just being yeah. on the phone. And, you know, there's certain just, I don't know, expressions that people make when they talk or something. Yeah. So you it was great. You can see when people, like, passion comes out. You yeah. Know, you can hear it in people's voice, but right. when you hear the voice and you see the body language, yeah. you're like, that's the real deal. You Re- know? Really. And, and so long and the short of it is we did it, was done. Perfect. Looked at Skype, the video after. (laughs) I've got a perfect recording of it for the podcast. I've got a perfect video from Skype. Everything worked out perfect. Mm -hmm. But what the program does is it takes the videos after they're done. There's two videos and it merges them together and cuts them down the middle. So it was Nick and my shoulder and part of Angie's head. <laughs> so we've learned now that you have yeah. to use some other tools to do it yeah. right. But We, we anyway. got it right, because Josh will be on next week. Yes. Um, but next, Nick was our guinea pig with yeah. that. Yeah. So we're doing the crossover. Did you mention that? I with, did not. Yeah. So with Josh um, Bauer, Bauer. Did I get it right? You did. Um, so next week, we will be doing his show at 7, yep. um, which is... What in the heck is the name of his show? The name of his show? Yes. It's not the Josh Bauer show? No. Well, Josh, somebody tell us what the name of the show is. Mm -mm. It's got, it's the really cool logo. Oh my gosh. Look it up real quick. (laughs) All right. Well, she's looking that one up, but sorry. while she's telling us this, I'm going to tell you about Josh because Josh is the live painter that you may or may not have seen on the Kitchen Killers. So when they talk about how we'll bring a cook and we'll bring a chef and we'll come play in your kitchen and, oh, you want a live artist? Well, we'll bring that too and they'll paint a live painting while we're doing our show. And that's Josh. Super impressive that he can do this during all of that madness, but super talented artist. Oh, yeah. How can you paint and talk to people at the same time? Right. Right. And so he's, uh, anyway, we've been talking and we've made friends. We're going to do, as Angie said, a cross promotion. So we're going to do his show. With Back Talk with Bauer. Back Talk with Bauer. That's catchy. He has a very cool logo too. So Nice. Yeah. He probably designed and painted that. I don't know if he did. I actually think he might've got help with that. Oh, really? Yeah. That surprised me. Because he's, I don't know, maybe he did. Maybe but he wanted really, to support another local artist. It's simple, but I like it. Yeah. It's really, it's good. Here yeah. it is. Look, 
It's got the little microphone. Oh, I like it. Yeah, that's I like it a lot. So anyway, he, Josh is going to, we're going to be on his show and then we're mm-hmm. going to back to back switch over and then he's going to be on our show. So we're looking yes. forward to it. We've never done that before. So that's going to be really cool yeah. Yeah. as well. Yeah. And I think, you know, I it's, think uh, that is what it. time is the supermoon? Oh, guys, the supermoon, the pink supermoon is out tonight. What time? It's out now. You can go outside and see it. But at 1035, I think our time is when it's going to be the brightest in the sky, like at like that optimal level. So definitely make your way outside to check out the supermoon before you go to bed. Nice. I mean, it'll be out all night. So if you're up till one in the morning, go out and see it. There'll be no noise outside. Yeah. There's not much noise outside Nowadays, I notice. Well, wait a minute, because from the time we get up and start uh, coffee, Rachel and I, and get you going, you, guys? <laughs> you know, six, seven o'clock, and then by the time I get at my yeah. desk at seven or whatever, the construction behind oh, our house, yes. they are digging a pond, and I noticed today, I kid you not, it was like... Oh, our whole house shakes. My it's computer ridiculous. is shaking, and I'm thinking, you can hear yeah. doors vibrating, and I'm thinking, wow, I wonder yeah. how shaky can it get before something comes apart, you know? Yeah. So it's oh. good stuff they're doing back there, but it is, it's crazy how yeah. much it shakes. Clayton said the moon was crazy looking this morning. Yeah, check it out tonight, because we just saw it out the back window, and it was like a pinkish gold color, yeah. and it was just like as clear as could be. So we're going to go out probably right after this and check it out. Yeah. Yeah. I think we're wrapping tonight, though, guys. I have got to get back to work, and thank you for joining us tonight. Yes, and if you haven't had a chance, make sure to go to our Facebook page and like it, and definitely share it. We would love that. Indeed. Um, And if you have not signed up or subscribed to the podcast yet, just search It's All Fine and Danji, and we should pop right up. But anyway, guys, we love doing the Facebook Lives. We do miss seeing our people in person for our interviews, but we look forward to getting back to that very soon and um, definitely keep up to date with what's going on with CyberCon. We'll keep you guys posted and have a lovely night. Thank you for joining us. Stay safe and stay healthy. Oh, and remember at the end of each and every day, it's It's all all fine and dandy. dandy.